the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ is risen. Indeed, he is risen. Christos Anesti. Malikos Anesti. Messiah come. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Indeed, he is risen. I think we could do a little bit better than that. Not too many, but we could do it. So today we're, we are celebrating the feast of St. Constantine and Helen, uh, very important 4th century saints. Uh, and I, I tried to make sure that the video was wide enough so that you could potentially see where St. Helen is up there. And she is uh, on one of the last ones here next to the icon of the Ascension. And St. Constantine and Helen were 4th century, uh, they're called equals to the apostles because of what they did. Um, St. Constantine and Helen. Uh, Constantine was one that uh, he didn't make Christianity the um, official religion of the empire, but he made it a legal recognized religion in the empire. And Helen, uh, his mother, who was already a Christian before, um, she uh, was is best known for, of course, finding the, the true cross uh, that day that we celebrate in September. And after finding the true cross, uh, she also founded churches uh, in the Holy Land there in Jerusalem. I believe she was the one who uh, had the Church of the Holy Sepulchre built and the Church of the Nativity in Bethlehem. And so uh, she played a very important role in establishing places that we know today as very witness to the person of Jesus Christ. And that is powerful and profound. And because of their witness, we have a particular reading from the epistle today uh, from the book of Acts. And it's the, uh, one of three times where St. Paul, the, the, the story of St. Paul's conversion, is told in the book of Acts. And he tells about how he's going on the road to, to Damascus and he sees the vision and he is, is uh, said, why are you kicking against the goads? And we, we know the story. Uh, because the same thing, or something similar, happens to Constantine, where he is about to face a big battle, the Battle of Milvian Bridge, I believe, in the year 312, or something like that, and, and he sees a cross in the air, and he hears a voice that says, in this sign, conquer. And so he knows that he is to follow Christ, and follow and have that cross, and to do one big thing, that St. Paul says at the very end of the epistle reading today. The epistle reading ends with the, him saying that he went and preached to the people, repent, turn to God, and do deeds worthy of repentance. So, so showing that you actually are repenting by the deeds that you are doing. And so that's the same thing that we need to hear, just like Constantine heard it, just like Helen heard it, just like all of the Christians throughout all time have heard it. The most fundamental thing that we need to do is to repent, turn to God, and do deeds worthy of repentance. And repenting, of course, means actually turning around. And that's why it says repent and turn to God. The word is metanoia. It's a complete turning around. It's an about face. It's a 180 degree turn away from the other stuff that we are doing. And that's the perhaps the, the single easiest and most important thing that any of us can do. Christ says it as the first words of his ministry. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent. Turn to God. 
that's something that we should be doing every single day of our life, where we take stock of the actions that we are doing. We think about the things that we are doing. We attempt to weed out all the things that we know we shouldn't be doing, the things that are, are uh, encroaching upon our hearts. And we repent and turn to God, the most fundamental thing we can do. And to show that we're doing it, we do deeds worthy of repentance. And the first thing that I thought of in thinking about what are deeds worthy of repentance, well, I, what came to mind was the fruit of the Spirit. And St. Paul in Galatians talks about the fruits of the Spirit. And I might not be able to say all of them right at the second, but love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, kindness, faithfulness, self-control, long-suffering, did I say that? Patience and long-suffering are the same, yeah, but I didn't say that one. Great, so that's all nine of them. So we need to make sure that we are uh, being examples of the fruits of the Spirit. That's how we know if we're doing things that are, doing deeds that are worthy of repentance, if we have those characteristics. Love, joy, peace, faithfulness, gentleness, long-suffering, kindness, uh, all of those things that we need to be showing. So if we are feeling angry, if we're feeling bitter, if we're feeling resentment, uh, if we're feeling all of those sorts of feelings, then we are not doing deeds worthy of repentance. And the idea is not that we then throw stones at others and judge and worry about all the other stuff that's going on. It means, wait a minute, I don't need to turn towards the world. I need to repent and turn to God. And so if we have those feelings, that anger, that bitterness, that resentment, then that means we need to repent and return to God. And that's what we hear in the epistle um, celebrating St. Constantine and St. Helen. And when we do that, we're like the sheep in the gospel who hear the voice of the shepherd. Because we hear the voice of the shepherd when we are in tune to it, when we are repenting and doing those deeds that are worthy of repentance. And so tonight we have a very easy because it's short, but very difficult reminder that in the midst of anything that we are facing, we can test how we are dealing with it by are we doing those deeds worthy of repentance? Are we showing the fruits of the Spirit in our actions? And if we're not, then we simply need to repent, turn to God, and do those deeds that are worthy of repentance. May we have that in our hearts, not just today, but may we have that simple, basic message in our hearts always. Repent, turn to God, and do deeds worthy of repentance. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ